0: Well, listen, tonight is truly special in a number of ways, not only because we'll be taking communion, but because we're celebrating eight years of successful and progressive ministry here at Church of the Bridge. Can we just praise God one more time, man? Listen, it it takes something. It takes more than effort. It takes more than grit. It takes more than personal drive to thrive as a ministry, to do what God calls you to do. Man, hear what I'm saying to you. Your personal effort will not get you to where God has called you to. But the effort that you make to rely on God and seek him will take you beyond the measure of what you think your life is all about. I thank God because, and and I don't don't boast in us, I boast in the Lord. You know, um, as I sat and pondered over this, over the last couple of days, I realized that while we have a part to play and we've been faithful to do that, this has all been a miraculous move of God. We're in the middle of a miracle, ladies and gentlemen. We are. We're here because of God's faithfulness. We really are. And so tonight, I'd like to encourage you to go there in the deepest part of your heart and say, God, I'm open to you. God, I need your word more, more than life itself, more than resources, more than anything else. Lord, what I need is to hear your voice. To know your ways. To perceive and understand the truth in your word. Tonight I want to talk to you on the topic of our faithful God. Our faithful God. I want to brag on God. I want to brag on God. You know, we can take no credit. Nor dare we try to do so as it pertains to the past eight years. Listen. Listen. I'm nothing special. <laughs> I'm nothing. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm not as smart <laughs> as people like to think. I'm not saying I, I don't have smarts. I thank God for smarts. But what I am saying is that what we are in the midst of, week in, week out, day in, day out, as the body of Christ in fellowship with one another, Is truly a move of God. You know, we take no credit for the strengthening of your faith. We take no credit for your growth. We take no credit for the restoration of lives and your hope in God. We take no credit for the new things, the opportunities, the doors that are opening to you, the new experiences that you are having and the blessing that is overtaking you. We take no credit for that. None. I submit to you that it is all a result of a mighty work of God. But you see, God has not only been faithful to us as a ministry throughout the past eight years. I want to point something out to you that I pray you understand tonight and that it becomes cemented, rooted firmly in your heart. I want to remind you of this great truth that is not just ours as a ministry but is yours, and it's this. It's that God is faithful to you. Man, if you believe that, with me say this with me. God, God is faithful, is faithful to, me. to me. Now, I know for some of us, we like to put that this way. God has been faithful to me, and that, that's that's good. But I want you to understand that God is always faithful in the present. God is faithful to you right now. You might not feel it. Sometimes you might not perceive it in the moment. But if you just look backwards, is there anyone today that can testify, God, you have been faithful to me. Come on now. Come on now. Say that proud. Say it loud. God, you have been faithful to me to me. You know, I've been meditating on some things over the last couple of weeks that come s- straight out of the word of God. I've always had an intimate relationship with the word of God. I've always been I've always drawn near to God. Well, not always, but that's 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 where I've found myself in the last 20 years or so. 20 plus years. And it hasn't been perfect, by the way. But God has been doing something in my life over these many years. And in these last couple of weeks, I've been meditating on God's Word. And I've gleaned some revelation that I think we all assent to. And I think that for many of us, we understand it. But for me, it's even deeper today than ever before. I've been meditating on the fact that I matter to God. That I'm important to God. That I am completely and perfectly loved by God. That I am cared for by God. My friends, that's not just true for me. That's the truth about you. But let me point your attention to the foundation of why God is faithful to you, why you matter to God, why you are important, and why God cares for you so much, it's because he is faithful. He is faithful. You can count on God. Somebody needs to hear that tonight. You can count on God. I'm gonna tell you right now. You can't count on people. Now, listen. I know that for some of us, you know, we 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 count ourselves faithful. And by the way, just a quick, you know, a little news flash. Don't miss this Sunday. Don't miss this Sunday because we're going to be digging into the word. We're going to be talking about our God. We're going to be talking about how to overcome. In greater measure. So anyway, let me get back to this. And I'm just reminded of that because there's some messages coming that will really, really cement this truth in your life. Not just about God's faithfulness, but about how his faithfulness impacts ours. But anyway, let me get back to what I was saying. As people, we can strive to be faithful, and we can be faithful to a great extent. But the truth is that we also fail in that regard. We can just be honest. At some point, we dropped the ball there. And that's, that's not a slight on God, and that's not a reflection on God, and that's not a reflection on the work that God is doing to you. It's just that we have a lapse in judgment and understanding at times. But I want to remind you that God does not operate that way. He does not. Let me take you back to a portion of Scripture that I often defer to because it is just a reminder That is cemented in my heart. And I have to verbalize it. I have to vocalize it. And I have to remind the body of Christ of it. It comes out of 2 Timothy. The second half of verse 13. Listen to what it testifies to about our God. It says. He remains faithful. Why? For he cannot deny himself. God isn't faithful. Because of our behavior. God isn't faithful because of what we try and change for him. God isn't faithful because of what we give or the service we render. Listen, we get to do those things. It is a privilege and honor to do so. But understand this. God knows only one way to relate to you and I. It's by his faithfulness. Chew on that for a moment. Chew on that. Think about that. And were he not to do this, it would be the equivalent of denying his name, denying his nature, and denying his word. In essence, for God to not be faithful to you would mean that he would cease to be God because he would be rejecting himself. Somebody say, my God has been, is, and always will be faithful to me. Come on now, give God some praise. So for the next couple of moments, I won't be long tonight, but I want to take a closer look at God's faithfulness. And listen, we could spend years just studying God's word as it pertains to his faithfulness. I promise you, I'm not going that that far. But I pray that the simple things that I want to share with you tonight, that I feel led and inspired to share tonight, would be a reminder, would be a comfort, would, we, would be a great source of strength. And it would empower you to not only put your trust in God, but to believe in every circumstance of life, no matter what comes your way, my God is faithful, and therefore, I will make it through. Amen? Amen? Amen. So the first thing I want to leave you with tonight is this. It's that God has been faithful to you before you ever had faith In him. You need to write that down. You might want to take a snapshot of that. You might want to go back and check out the video on YouTube. You might want to really go deeper than just reading that. You might want to actually dig into that and explore God's word. I want you to consider this. I'm going to say it again. God has been faithful to you before you ever had faith in him. Listen to Psalm 71, verses 22 through 24. It says, I will praise you with the harp for your faithfulness, my God. I will sing praise to you with the lyre, holy one of Israel. My lips will shout out for joy when I sing praise to you, I whom you delivered. My tongue will tell of your righteous acts all day long. For those who wanted to harm me have been put to shame and confusion. Listen, somebody needs to hear that promise tonight. You need to you need to take a hold of what the word of God is saying here. Those that are against you will be put to shame and they will find themselves in confusion. You know it's you know what's one revelation that comes up to me in my, in my awareness, um, and I just reflect on it in times where there is opposition. I think about the Midianites in the Bible. I think about the Philistines in the Bible. I think about uh, these enemies that Israel faced, and they would show up, and they would show up to fight, and there are occasions where these enemies would fall on their own swords, where they would end up slaughtering each other, instead of the people of God, don't you know that that is our mighty God that confuses our enemy and causes our enemy to come against himself? Why? Because he's faithful to you. You know, the psalmist here recounts a lifetime of God's faithfulness. A lifetime. He's looking back upon his life, and he's rejoicing at the faithfulness of God. But I want you to consider this, that the faithfulness of God extends itself beyond the psalmist's relationship to God in this moment. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. It started at a time, according to these verses, when he needed deliverance. We've all been there, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not talking about deliverance from a problem. I'm talking about we've all been at the place where we did not know God. Where the lights were off and we lived in the dark. Where God made no sense and we didn't seek him. Where we lived life our own way. Did our own thing. Thought we had it all together. But then the day of deliverance came. It was the day when the Spirit of God that lives in you and I spoke to your heart and the lights came on. It was the day when we realized, God, I need you. I need your saving power. I need your grace and your mercy. God, you love me in spite of me. And it's in that day that deliverance came. See, the scriptures declare that God saw you and I while we were yet in the womb. By the way, that's before we ever could come to the place of salvation. And the scriptures declare that there he knew you and he appointed you. He determined your life and the good plans and purposes that he had for you and I. You know, that speaks volumes of God's faithfulness because it reveals that before you could have faith and be faithful to God, God was faithful to you. Amen. So moved in his reflection, in his meditation, was the psalmist in these verses that, about God's faithfulness that he saw the need With passionate desire, he grabs his harp and his lyre. And the scripture says that he shouts with praise. Now I want to do something a little that might make you a little uncomfortable. But it is in alignment with the word of God. Can we just take 30 seconds and give God some praise and raise our voice and declare the faithfulness of God. And thank him because we're still standing, because he's still good, because we're not done, because we are still a work of God fashioned in his hands. Thank you, Father. Now, let me encourage your faith with this. Let that be the daily practice of your heart. Let me tell you why. Let that be the meditation in your mind daily. Why? Because God's not just faithful to you today. God has been faithful to you yesterday. God is faithful faithful to you today. And God will always be faithful to you because he is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. The second thing I want to leave you with here tonight is that God is faithful in all things. In all things. Let me show you that from Scripture. Psalm 89, eight, says this, Who is like you, Lord God Almighty? You, Lord, are mighty, and your faithfulness surrounds you. Now, the Message Bible gives us greater understanding while doing it in a very simplistic way. The Message Bible puts it this way. God of the angel armies, who is like you, powerful and faithful, listen to this, from every angle. Listen to what the psalmist is alluding to. Don't you know, don't you love knowing that we serve a God who is completely faithful in every way? In his nature, in his character, in his goodness, in his promises, in his word, in his relationship to you and I, he is faithful. See, he is faithful and powerful from every vantage point that you can observe his nature In the scriptures. His faithfulness surrounds him. It's all around him. He's all about faithfulness. It is the fabric. It is the very nature of his being. It is who he is. Faithfulness is not an act. Faithfulness is the person of God. In his completeness. Listen. If you need help. God is faithful. If you seek peace, God is faithful. If you're in need of wisdom, God is faithful. If your need is love, God is faithful. If you need healing, God is faithful. Listen, if provision is lacking in your life, God is faithful. If you're seeking divine intervention in any area of your life, come on and say this with me. God is faithful. You can count on God's faithfulness. But it's not because of what you do for him. Listen to this. It's because he cares for you. I need to say that again. God cares for you. Listen, God is caring for you right now. He's caring for you. He's caring for you. You're going to be all right. You're going to make it through. He's still the God that walks you through the valley of the shadow of death. He's still the God who loves you. He's still the God who cares for you and provides for you. He's still the God that cares for you even when you don't care for yourself or care for him. That's the God that we serve. The last thing I want to leave you with here tonight is that God is faithful to remain in relationship. I'm sorry, it's not the last thing. I had to just double check that. God is faithful to remain in relationship with you. I know that seems so, ba- so basic, but you know, oftentimes we profess to understand that God, that we're in relationship with God, but our actions, our mindset, our beliefs, they say otherwise because we act like God's not there. Listen to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, starting at verse 7 in the Message Bible, through verse 9. Just think. Man, if we could just pause right there. Just think about this. Just really consider this. You don't need a thing. You've got it all. All God's gifts are right in front of you as you wait expectantly for our Master Jesus to arrive on the scene... For the finale. That speaks of his second coming. And not only that. But God himself. Is right alongside. To keep you steady. And on track. until things. Are all wrapped up. By Jesus. God who got you started. In this spiritual adventure. Shares with us. The life of his son. And our master Jesus. He will Never give up on you. Listen to this. Never forget that. Never forget that. See, we don't just have a relationship with God. I'm going to tell you why I say that, because when we think about relationship, we're thinking about how we relate to people. You know, it's unfortunate, but there are some today that treat God... In the same manner that they relate to other people, we approach relationship with God on conditions. Well, God, I don't see anything happening, so you must not be here and you must not care. I want you to think about that. We have covenant relationship with God see that's different see covenant relationship is based not on a contract it's based on complete commitment and I want you to understand this that while you and I at times may forget while, while sometimes some of us might be prone to deviate right here and in, and, and in our view, we forget what the word says. I want you, as it pertains to our covenant relationship with God, which can't be broken, by the way. That's right. God never forgets his covenant to himself, but also to you. We're in covenant relationship with God. And as such, God is faithful to his word to remain in relationship with you. I love the way the Message Bible says. It says, He's right alongside you. He's right alongside you to keep you steady and on track until until Jesus completes everything when He comes back. And so, He's right alongside to help you, to steady you, to get you through. And according to the Scriptures, God has done this Because he's sharing himself with us. Completely. I want you to understand this. You might hold back some things from God. But God does not hold back himself completely from you. He gives himself completely to you. Completely. He's not withholding anything from you. He's keeping no secrets from you. We might not understand some things just yet, but it's not because God is keeping it from you. He's giving you his word. We have his great and precious promises. And so, God does not maintain his relationship to us by the means that we're acquainted with. He never gives up on us. As a matter of fact, He just keeps giving. (laughs) Isn't our God good? While we're prone to give up, if that's where you might find yourself, God is prone to just keep giving. To keep being himself, faithful. So if you ever find yourself questioning the integrity of your relationship with God, if you ever find yourself questioning If you're still in relationship with God and if he's present, let me remind you that you must realize that the answer to that question will always be and is yes. He's there with you. Not yes to your questions. Yes to his faithfulness. He is with you because God doesn't move even when you do. He doesn't He's steadfast in all his ways. The last point that I want to leave you with here is this: is that God's faithfulness is your guarantee that He still hears you. you should consider this. Psalm 66:20 says, "This blessed be God. Come on, can somebody say, "God, I bless you?" Man, God blessed be God." Because he has not rejected my prayer, listen, or removed his steadfast love from me. Somebody say, God, you're speaking to me. Say this with me. God, this is true of me. Listen, there are times in life where some might question, God, are you still there? Because we believe in this notion that God isn't answering our prayers. I want to challenge that thought tonight because there are some of us that we believe God isn't answering my prayers. There are prayers that God doesn't answer. Let me teach you something from the Word. God is still present. See, God has not... I I want you to consider this, and if we could just put up uh, Psalm 6620 because I want you to look at it again as I make this statement. God has not rejected your prayer because God has not rejected you. For God to reject and close his ears to your prayer would mean that God rejects you. And the scripture tells us that his steadfast love cannot be removed from us. See, he remains steadfast in his love for you. And he remains steadfast to hear you. I pray that that encourages your heart tonight to run to the Father. To lift your petitions before him. To bear your heart, your dreams your desires unto him, because he's faithful. What's interesting about this scripture is that when it refers to God's steadfast love, the original Hebrew meaning here always means the same. It's speaking of God's faithfulness toward you, toward us. God loves you and I so much that he maintains an open ear to us. Let me put it to you this way. You have complete and utter access to God. Amen. He is yours right. just as much as you are his. Listen to Hebrews 4:16. It says this, "Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence." so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. I was recently meditating upon this in my own personal devotional time. And I find interesting that the word throne there is translated to mean the seat of God's power. And I want you to see something. That some, there's someone, maybe here, maybe online, wherever you are, that you are asking yourself, well, how come I'm not seeing his mercy and grace in response to where I'm at in life, in response to my, peti- my petition? And as I said before, I'll say again, my friend, there is no such thing as unanswered prayers. And we can verify that by this verse. See, the truth is, that you have your answer because God hears you and isn't withholding his faithfulness to you. But if you're not perceiving that, if you're not seeing the answer, it's, it's because you're either not seeing it because you're looking in the wrong direction or you're not receiving it because it's not the answer you want. Let me remind you that when you pray according to Hebrews 4:16, you're not in your room. you're not in your car, you're not in the midst of your need, you're not in the midst of a problem. You are in the throne room of God. You are before God Almighty. You have entered the most holy place. And God says, you have every right to approach my seat of power because of my grace and I hear you and I give you what you need because I love you. As we stand and come to a close tonight, And we transition into communion. I want to leave you with one more scripture. It comes directly out of 2 Corinthians 1.20. Listen to this verse. It says, For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. That's his answer to every promise in his word. And so through him, through Christ, The amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. In other words, God says yes, and because Jesus completed the work that was necessary to redeem us, to restore us, to transform us, to bring us anew to life, a brand new life. Because of that, here's what we can bank on. God's response is amen to what I have also said. And so, as long as your petition is aligned with God's will, according to His Word, listen. Your answer from God is yes. It's yes. God, will you heal me? God, will you prosper me? Yes. Why? Because Third John two says, "Beloved, I pray that you uh, that that you uh, um, prosper and be in health." In all things, as your soul prospers. You got to prosper right here in your belief and your understanding. His answer is yes. God, can my marriage be restored? Yes. Why? Because what God has brought together, no man can tear apart. God, can things be different in my family from this day forward? Yes. Why? Because he declares in his word that he keeps his covenant and his steadfast love to a thousand generations. Yes. God, can I do what you've called me to do? Yes. Why? Because you can do all things through Christ. Who is your strength. Yes. Tonight, may we be reminded that God is faithful. May you leave here affirmed in your faith. And in your deepest belief that God is is faithful to you it's the reason why church at the bridge is here but it's also the reason why you're here it's the reason why you're growing it's the reason why healing is working in you it's the reason why your children are coming through coming coming through stronger they're better your relationships are being restored You're increasing and multiplying. My friends, it's all a work of his hands. I leave you with this. If you want to walk in God's faithfulness, then why not look at yourself according to what the scripture says? He's the potter. You're the clay. Just just remain in his hands and let him fashion you according to his likeness according to his image there's so much better in store for you and I why because god is faithful and i declare that his faithfulness is seeing you through his faith is his faithfulness is working in you and i declare that in the church at the bridge we will stand we will persevere we will continue to press forward and God's faithfulness will continue to increase us, to advance us, to bless us, to take us to the place where no eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor has it entered the heart of men, what God has in store for the church at the bridge and for you. God, we thank you for that and we celebrate your faithfulness in Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. Hey everybody, thank you so much for joining us here at Church of the Bridge today. I pray that you had a personal encounter with God, that He spoke to you powerfully, and that He met you at your place of need with this message. I also want to encourage you to go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube page. By doing so, you'll be able to check out past messages, uh, past events that we've done. You'll also be able to see what's happening now and those things that are to come. And lastly, I'd like to invite you, to join with us in all that God is doing with your giving, feel free to do so on our website. Again, thank you again for joining us, and I can't wait to connect with you next week.